presenting the champion of health and fitness, representing studio personal training, introducing Rob Evans. Hi everyone and welcome to Rob Evans 365. I think we're at day 239. I'm still up here on the Gold Coast. It's early in the morning. The sunrise is just coming up and I haven't had a chance to get out and walk along the beach too much so I thought I would, would come out and I've seen a sign on the beach that says uh, beach is closed, dangerous conditions and uh, I'm here looking at it. You can probably hear it. Now, I don't know how to measure these things. I'm uh, standing offshore here but I can tell you the the waves that are coming in off the horizon of the beach look absolutely massive. <laughs> and right now, I would be standing, I'm gonna say 20 meters or so from the waterline. And uh, I've just walked down a little bit. This massive wave has come in and it's brought the water all the way up to the very edge of the, like the sand dunes. So it's coming at least 20 meters. That's crazy. That's crazy. So it's this, these cyclonic winds that are still existing. So I'm not sure how long I'm going to be walking along the beach here because uh, I could get washed away. Um, so I'm looking all the way down the beach and uh, wow, it's coming in all the way up to the, like the sand dunes. It's, it's massive, absolutely massive. Kind of beautiful at the same time. Nature is incredible, isn't it? Yeah, like if you could see these waves coming in right now, it's like just the, the power, the force of the, of the ocean. Oh, here it comes again. The seagull's about to get washed away. They're always out running it. Oh no. He got his feet wet. Yeah, it's amazing. So today I feel like I'm under attack. It was happening on the way up here on the plane. And then all yesterday I was under attack again. And it wasn't something that I was expecting. You can see the size of some of these crab holes up here. Man, I can stick my fist down there. Gee. Yes, it was something that I, I wasn't anticipating at all. I'm gonna hop off the beach now. Feeling scared. Oh well, that's a big wave. Yes, and you know, it was something that I wasn't anticipating this time of the year either. But it's like the forces are against me and I'm under attack. And I'm talking about my immune system. On the way up here, I had an aisle seat. The guy on the window seat, he was hocking away, hacking away with his sniffing and coughing and extra phlegm and all that kind of stuff. And it was quite disgusting for the whole, the whole trip I had to put up with that. It was, it was not a pleasant experience. 
morning. Morning. And uh, yeah, so for I was disgusting. He was sniffing and snorting so much, it made me feel sick. I gotta, I gotta say. So um, for the whole trip, uh, you know, I'm I had a hoodie on, so you know, I kind of had the hoodie on. It was cold as well, and I had the the hoodie part turned, so his germs were not coming my way. It's like I've really, seriously, I felt like asking the airline for one of those, uh, you know, mask things so that I could uh, feel a bit safe. And then yesterday, I sat next to a guy that was coughing and spluttering all day. He's from, pardon me, from South Africa. And uh, he was just coughing all over me all day. And I'm like, oh man, can you just move away? And this morning, I feel like I've got a, a bit of a sore throat. So I am uh, trying to flush that out with plenty of water. And I uh, thought I'd go for a, a nice walk because I'm going to be stuck in transit and everything today. These strong winds, I'm sure, are going to cause some delays at the, the airport later. Uh, so today I wanted to talk to you about I don't know what we'll call this, but maybe it's your ability to rise above adversity. And I'm reflecting on everything that's happened over the last few days, and just excuse me while I keep drinking water. And, you know, you've got some of the... You know, best entrepreneurs in Australia, uh, in the world, in the room. You've got the number one wealth coach in the world. You've got some of the best coaches in the world. And there are people that have been given brilliant ideas uh, from coaches, from JT. And you just know that they're going to stay where they are. They're not going to implement any change. They're not going to listen to the advice. They're in love with an idea that that they have. And they're not prepared to, to make a change, even though they've been given maybe this brilliant idea that they're not going to run with. And they're going to stay the same. And it got me thinking about uh, people in health and fitness. Now, what I find interesting is that uh, JT was referring to you know, a few people around the room as being uh, you know, quite successful. And I looked at you know, each of these people and uh, some of them are, are very obese. Without putting, sounding too blunt, and I think, do you know what? I'm, there's something that's not quite right here. I mean, if you, if you are, you know, very successful in all areas of your life, then you wouldn't be in that position. Like, why? Why 
are you not valuing your health? And you know, when, when you break some of these things down, you find out, okay, well, your success in business is not as great as perhaps you make out. And a lot of people talk, talk a big game and they might be doing well, but they're not doing as well as they make out. And there are a number of examples of that uh, through the weekend. Uh, I think a lot of people like to talk themselves up for ego reasons, whatever you want to call it. And maybe it's, um, maybe it's part of, morning, maybe it's part of human nature uh, to make yourself want to seem better than you really are. What's really interesting is that I got to spend some time with, uh, a couple of times actually, with a guy called Chris Christoffi. Now Chris is uh, from Melbourne and he's an incredibly successful business person. He will be a billionaire at some point in his life. Uh, he's into property and, and that kind of thing. And uh, he's in good shape, he works out. And uh, the thing about him is that you would never know how successful he was because he doesn't put it in your face. Now, when I, like I, I study success from around the world in a whole bunch of different areas, whether it be uh, someone like Richard Branson, Tony Robbins, JT, um, Jeff Bezos, um, you know, the, the, um, Elon Musk, you know, some of the most successful people in the world. And when you listen to these people talk, they all have one consistent message in terms of without your health, there is no wealth. And like your health is one of the richest things that you can have. Um, and I, you know, when I look at somebody and I say, yeah, they're talking about success and, and so forth, I think you, you haven't nailed success because even though you might be you know, making good money, you're yet to get it. You are yet to understand that you need to be working on your health as hard as you are on your business. And I think it's a, to me, doing what I do now, I, I find it a bit disappointing. I mean, the, there's a lot of people in the room that were overweight. And um, one of the things that I look at when I talk to people like that, and I, I think, okay, what, what else is, um, what else is going on? Like, uh, because something is just not connecting. And for some people, I find that I talk to, they talk a bigger game. Uh, because I think, uh, I think success shows through your body as well. And yeah, you can look at it the other way, and then there's some people that, uh, I don't know, if I look at the gym where I train, you can look at people and say, oh wow, look at, uh, look at how amazing you look, male or female, but the bottom line is for them that they're spending so much time in the gym and working out, they're not doing anything else as well. Well, 
let, let me put that in perspective. I mean, some people might be working out for a couple of hours a day, uh, you know, to focus on their body, but they're broke, you know, because they're, you know, they don't, they're not putting that same discipline that they're putting into their body into other areas of their life because they don't know how to do it or, or whatever. So, uh, I, the people that are successful, they work just as hard on their, on their health as they do on their bodies because they know that they're, or, you know, what's the point? Now, you can, you can see a few examples of uh, people, I'm sure, whether they're in your life or celebrities or, you know, business people where you could say, well, uh, who's a good example? So, I haven't seen an image of this lady for a long time, but Gina Reinhardt. Now, Gina Reinhardt is, I think, the richest woman in Australia, what she used to be. So um, she was the daughter of the, um, the gold magnate. Um, can't remember his name. And so she's inherited all of this money and she's become rich from that, that way. And she is, um, she's very overweight. It looks incredibly unhealthy and unhappy and you'd say oh well but she's an example of somebody that's been really successful well I don't know about you but if I was given I don't know 10 billion dollars even if you stuck that in the bank you're still going to be successful aren't you because you haven't had to do anything and you know if you're the richest person in Australia then I'm sure that you're going to have various opportunities of people coming to you to say invest here invest there you know you could go off and uh you know buy uh, the suburb that i'm walking through right now and uh, just rent out houses and you're going to be successful um but she hasn't had to work for that uh, so she you know and she's where she is uh, someone like clive palmer now i don't know uh, a lot about his background, but he looks like an incredibly unhealthy dude. Um, he's uh, you know, not that popular in in politics, and he's had a lot of money and he's lost a lot of money and stuff. But uh, yeah, something's not quite right there because he's also incredibly unhealthy looking. I'm sure he's uh, got some health concerns. Uh, and here's the money. He's either got good health or he doesn't. Uh, and he's got, uh, sorry, got lots of money or he, he doesn't. He's certainly pumping a lot into the TV advertisements at the moment for the upcoming election later in the year. So it's, it's one of those things where I think you've, you've got to get that right. And, you know, the truly successful people are the ones that... Uh, you know, they look healthy uh, because they know how important it is to have that, that right. So then if I bring this back to you and I want you to think about how long have you wanted to achieve something with your health and fitness? Now, how far away are you from achieving that right now? And... If you're on the eight-week challenge and you're thinking, well, this eight weeks, uh, you know, I've wanted to achieve 
you know, X, I want you to think about, you know, what is, what is it that you're wanting to achieve beyond the eight weeks? Because if you, most people that, that become clients, I find that there has been, if they're on a weight loss journey, they've wanted to achieve a certain goal for many, many years. And there's a reason why they haven't achieved it. Now, to do something, to like to achieve, you know, 10 kilos of weight loss, 15, 20 kilos of weight loss, uh, that is difficult for most people. Now, we've got a formula to help you achieve that, but there's, there's been a blockage in you up to this point. And sometimes you know what the blockage is, other times you, you don't. Now, we could do a, a one-on-one coaching session and I could push you really, really hard to get to, you know, what's stopping you? What's stopping you from, what stopped you in the past? What's stopping you now? It's a bit like these last few days of coaching where JT is coaching people really, really hard and they're just pushing against him and, you know, making up excuses. Oh, well, I, I can't do this because of this. One lady, she stood up and uh, said that she was a workaholic and the whole room has kind of just sighed because, you know, if she's claiming that she's a workaholic, then she's talking to the wrong person, preaching to the wrong crowd. Uh, she was making one phone call a day and she said because, you know, she had to look after, you know, kids and, uh, you know, do some other things. She's working part-time, that she was a workaholic and, and JT explained, you know, all the different things that he does and he doesn't call himself a workaholic. Uh, but some people create this story for themselves as to why they are where they are and they use excuses to justify that's where they are. I say, oh well, I'm here because of X and you know, oh, in your mind it's like, oh well, when this happens, I will be okay and I'll be able to achieve it then. <coughs> Pardon me. Like tomorrow, it's like saying, <coughs> I'm going to do that tomorrow or I'm going to do that in two weeks time because right now I'm doing X. Now I've got news for you, tomorrow never comes and when that time in two weeks arrives, you'll push it out a little bit further because you've come up with a reason to say, well, actually it's not quite right now, I'll do it then. Now, why is that? And I'm sure if you look at other areas of your life, there will be, you'll be using that same logic to justify why you are where you are in the future. And that is what's stopping you. It's that mindset of, It's a, whether it's a, a limiting belief in what you feel you're capable of, it's hard to achieve success in 
you know, whatever area it is that you're, you're looking at, but if it's in the area of your health and fitness, you may have always been overweight since you were a child, a teenager, and now you've had kids and uh, you come up with this story that, oh, well, because of the fact that I've had children, then, you know, this is the body that I'm, I'm left with. Uh, but that, that's not true. I mean, you'll come up with a story that says, I just have to put up with this now because this is the life for me. I've never been able to achieve that. And like, you know, you've, you've tried a little bit to, to lose some weight. You've tried everything. You've tried... Uh, you know, shakes, you've tried frozen meals, you've tried low-calorie diets, you've tried keto, intermittent fasting, Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, you know, whatever, whatever it is that you have, have tried. And you say, oh, well, I've tried everything, I just can't do it. You know, I'm a failure. There must be something medically wrong with me uh, because I can't, I can't achieve it. But the reality is that it's got nothing to do with that. I mean, out of the hundreds and hundreds of clients that I've dealt with over 10 years, I've only, oh, sorry about the wind here, I'll, I'm, I'm turning around to head back the other way. Um, once I get into the shrubs here, it should um, ease up. Um, I've only had two examples, oh, hang on, one, two, yeah, two examples of people that have had thyroid issues and have been on thyroxin, but we've still been able to achieve a weight loss for them. It's not impossible. So uh, that's not to say that you know, there aren't medical conditions out there uh, where you can be you know, it can be having an impact on your, your weight loss. But for most people, that is not the case. But you come up with a story as to why it is. And just because you have been overweight your whole life, that just means you haven't done the things that have been necessary to get there. And, you know, whether you're, you have a, a stressful life or, a, or the term that you call stressful, uh, or you have... Uh, you know, a, a busy job and you've got to take care of um, children and, you know, do all the housework and do all those things. And it's so easy to become overwhelmed in your own story and not be able to get out of it. But that's just all stuff running around in your head that says, oh, well, I guess this is where I am. This is better than doing nothing. But you're not, you're not achieving what you're truly capable of. Now, for some people, it's much harder than others. Now, I'll work with some clients, and they come in from the very beginning, and they get it straight away. Straight away, they get it. And I know that they're going to be successful from the very get-go because of the, you know, the power of the, the talk, the, you know, the words that they use. I just know that they're going to be successful and then they are because they do all the work and then they get the results. But then there are other people that don't make those changes 
and they figure that, oh, we'll just, you know, doing a few boot camp sessions a week or, you know, doing some PT sessions uh, a week on its own, the, just the exercise I'm talking about, and that will get them the result. You have to remember that what we're talking about is life change for most people because most people do not have the food right. Most people don't eat enough food. Most people aren't eating the right types of food at the right times of the day. So it requires change. And for some, it's a lot more change than others. But it requires persistence and consistency uh, along with that, that focus so that you can push through those pain points that have stopped you in the past. Because trust me, when you're having a bad day, all those things that you've told yourself once before in your life will be bang right in front of your nose to knock you back down to where you are. Now you've got to rise above those things to achieve success. And for me, the challenges for me rest within uh, morning, uh, rest within what I want to do with my business. It's hard. It is very hard to run a successful business. It's very hard to run a successful business in the fitness industry because there is so much competition and so many other things out there that you've got to separate yourself from the, uh, everybody else. And so recording these 365s is one of those. And so that I can connect with people daily so that you know, if you're listening to this every single day, it can help put your mindset in the right place. You get to experience every day things that happen in my life and how I, how I deal with them in terms of health, fitness, mindset. I mean, that's the reality. I mean, there's no one else on the planet that's doing a health and fitness 365 where you get to follow a successful business person and busy person through, their, through the eyes of them and how they deal with the health and fitness. Like I, I talk about the struggles that I have uh, when I'm traveling and up here in terms of what I'm able to do. Now I can tell you how I finished off last night's 365. I said, look, I'm really tired. Um, I could you know, just go back to my room and have a nice hot bath and you know, that'd be it for the night. But I know that because of what I have been doing the last few days and you know, I'm out of my, my normal routine with my exercise, I thought, you know what, I'm gonna be traveling again all day today, uh, so I need to make sure that I've exercised correctly. So um, last night, even though I was tired, I went to the gym and I did a workout. Now it was probably a, oh, what was it? I'll say a 30 to 40 minute workout because I was tired, but it felt really good. I mean, I'd been sitting all day, my legs, um, you know, were just feeling lazy. You know what it's like when you just been sitting all the time. So I worked my legs, um, so and that felt really good. And even though I went back to my room and I had my bath and I was, I went to bed and I fell asleep within about 40 seconds, I think. Uh, I knew what was important to me, and uh, it, it requires pushing through, even though it's hard to do. Now, 
the first time you do that, it may be difficult, but the second time you do it, it might be difficult too. The third time, it might be difficult. But if you keep pushing through and keep doing it, the next time you do it, it might be just that little bit easier. And that next time, and that next time. And, you know, I used to say that it takes 21 days to form a new habit. JT says it's 29. Uh, I don't know what day it was on the 365 where I'm like, oh man, I'm, I've got, that's right, I've got to do the 365. I have a feeling it was beyond 29 though. And now, well, I don't know what day was it today, 238, 239. Um, after 230 odd days, it's a habit. It is absolutely a habit. Like I'm thinking through the day, okay, what am I going to talk about tomorrow? Um, or what I get up and like today, so, so what am I going to talk about? And uh, the, to me, uh, that's only come through the discipline and the persistence. You think, well, what would I talk about every single day to somebody that's going to help and inspire and educate rather than just you know, having a ramble about um, a different things? Uh, and now it just becomes more natural. To start with, it was harder, but now it's, um, it's much easier. So um, it's just like everything that we do in life that's difficult. You have to find, uh, Monty, you have to find that way of being able to push yourself to the point where you're uncomfortable and then just keep pushing. And that's what is uh, interesting in human behavior. It's not just you that, that's listening, listening to this. It's, it's natural in human behavior. And this is why this event that I was, caught, um, was um, talking about, um, it's called the top one experience. The top one percent. That's what it's, what it's referring to. The top one percent of people attend this event. However, you know that not everybody that's attended is going to do what's required. There's one lady, she got absolutely roasted. I think I might have talked about it a couple of days ago. Morning. And she got absolutely roasted as she was a, uh, what she calls it? She called herself a financial strategist, which, you know, basically somebody that goes into businesses and uh, looks at their numbers and makes so saves them money and so forth. Now, so she's basically an accountant and is should be strong with numbers. Now, she didn't know her own numbers, and she was talking about uh, she had uh, you know like three clients, and she had this one client that it was the contract was three hundred thousand dollars for the year, and JT is always skeptical when. You start to talk about round numbers all the time. And she, he just kept digging and digging. And within about five minutes, she lost all credibility in the room. She could not provide any, uh, any real numbers around uh, what she was doing. Uh, the hourly rate that she was talking about and the number of hours that she was walk- working, it, it didn't stack up. It just didn't make sense. And then it ended up being $300,000 over like two years. And so then you're down to 150. But then when he pulled that apart, that didn't make sense either. And, uh, you know, she, he then got talking about, so what are the, these milestones that you need to reach to get the payments? 
and she was talking about those and they were so vague it just none of it made sense anyone that was listening was like this just doesn't make sense it's just like she's making it all up and it's like what what organization is going to pay this person three hundred thousand dollars when she can't even explain the contract and then when he said i want to see a copy of the contract she said i don't have a, a copy because of you know it's on my corporate email and blah 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 and yeah, and you know that just doesn't make sense. And then he said something to her, and later on she came back to saying, "Well, you know, there's a copy of this." He said, "Hang on, you just said that you don't have that." So, bottom line, it looked like she was lying, and uh, like it was really painful to watch. It went on for over an hour, and I spoke to her the next day and said, "How?" Because I spoke to her on the first day and I said, so how did that, what did you take away from yesterday? And just the look on her face and, you know, the way that she explained it, it's like she hasn't, you know, she doesn't get it. Yeah, none of what he said had really sunk in. And, you know, I've got a, a good way of being able to build rapport with people. And I said to her, do you think you understand what he was, where he was coming from? And she said, yeah, I've, yeah, I think there were some good points in there. And I said, I, I don't think you've got it yet, have you? She said, oh, no, I have. I was like, you haven't got it. And I, I said to her, do you see... It's hard to have a conversation like this with somebody, but I figured she needed to, she needed to you know, feel it from someone else. And I said, did you see how... Uh, the whole room saw what was happening and I I said do do you see how within you know like 10 minutes everybody in that room doubted your credibility over what it is that you did and she said yeah I, I see that and I said do you also see that Uh, the clients that you're dealing with may have the same issue. And she said, oh, no, look, the, uh, I save, yeah, I've saved money. And she was going on the, the same sort of rant that she did with JT, which she pulled all holes, holes in. And uh, I said to her, look, maybe you're not going to fully get it for another few days. But I said... Are you open to the idea that because you came across that way, and I said, look, I'm, I'm just telling you this. I said, I, I don't know you, but I said, just taking in everything that happened, morning, everything that's occurred over the last, um, uh, you know, day or so. I said, can you appreciate that perhaps there's a chance that because of the way that you presented the information and everything that this morning, that there's a chance that you also are not strong across your numbers with your clients. And that the way that you've communicated here over the last few days is the way that you also communicate with your clients and that uh, there is uh, you know, credibility being lost in 
your relationship with your clients. So I said, that was really painful to watch yesterday. And you can see that, uh, you know, you don't know these numbers well enough. And that when it comes to the contract and, you know, your client numbers, if this is your only client that you've got, you should know this back to the front. Um, but you didn't. And she's like, yeah, I, I think you make a good point. And, you know, anyway, so after a while, I left that conversation and I walked away from that thinking, do you know what? You, you still don't get it. Like, you've had such a great opportunity here, but you are so closed to being wrong. You just think that you're right, he's wrong, it's not as bad as he said, that every single person in that room could see uh, how bad she came across. And also, um, you know, these things show up elsewhere. And I would say, do you know what? She was so bad at presenting the information, there is no way she could be good at her job because everything was just full of BS. Uh, and I think, you know, what other, what other stories does she tell herself? And then, yeah, so I would get up this morning and I'm thinking, you know, this is what happens with a lot of people with their health and uh, wellness. And we come up with a story as to why it is that we can't achieve something. Now, it's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. But um, most people just don't do the work. So you've got to be somebody that is different to most people. Remember, most people in the world now are not healthy. They're overweight or obese. You've only got one shot at life. You only get one body. Maybe one day you'll get multiple with the technology. You can just you know, get a new body somehow. But right now, you've got one body, one shot, one chance at life. Now, I've made some incredibly hard decisions in my life because I said those things to myself. I've only got one shot here and I'm not going to have any regrets. I'm not going to die having regrets that, oh, I wonder what if I did this or what if I did that. Uh, that's just not in my DNA. So you need to come from that same position. You've got to really want it. You've got to have a hunger for it. You've got to drive for it. You've got to keep fighting every day to make a difference to your life, to your health, so that it just becomes part of who you are. If that means, you know, losing 15 kilos or 20 kilos and you've never been able to do that before, stop telling yourself that story because that doesn't have to be your future. In your morning, in your mind, you have been telling yourself that this is the way that it's going to be and oh, one day and one day. But you're not doing enough about it. You're not doing the work that's required to get there. Every single person that's listening to this, there is more that you can do. How do I know that? Because I know that there's more that I could be doing. And I know how I look and feel. So I know that you can be doing more. You just got to want it.
You gotta dig for it. You gotta keep pushing through until you get there. And then when you get there, you're looking for what's next. But don't keep justifying mediocrity to yourself with, oh well, I'll wait until this happens or I'll wait until I achieve that next thing and then I'll have more time. You make more time. You make this a focus. You shift things in your life so that you can achieve what it is that you want. I give you the tools to be able to do this. I give you the coaching to be able to do this. But at the end of the day, I don't live with you. I don't, you know, I don't prepare your meals. I don't weigh and measure everything. I don't tell you when to, you know, go to sleep or, um, you know, do your workout or watching every single workout uh, that, that you're doing and what you, you know, if you're, going for the Tim Tams or whatever it is, or you're missing a meal, I'm not there to be able to, to say to you, put that down or have this instead. That's got to come from within you. And you have the ability to do it. You're just not doing it. You need to make that change. So, I know this has been a long call. I'm enjoying my walk out here. Uh, it's really quite lovely. I'm going to keep enjoying my walk. But come on, man. It's time to step up. It's time to step up. Don't just be like everyone else. Be different. Step up. Make the change. Yes, it's hard. But who cares? Life is challenging. But once you get to the other side of that challenge, it's so incredibly rewarding. You just gotta keep pushing. Just keep pushing. Every day, every day. I'm t I've been tired, I've had long days, long nights. I'm up at 4 a.m. I had to sleep in this morning, I was up at five. Up at 4 a.m., going to bed at 11 o'clock at night. I s I'm still energized. I still know what's important. I still keep my focus but I know what's important to me. And I just keep driving, just keep driving it. So that's me after today. You go and conquer. In the face of adversity, you can achieve everything you want. Man, there's some beautiful houses along here. All right, I'm out. I'm gonna enjoy looking at the houses, listening to the ocean and uh, Enjoy my meeting with Susan later. All right, I'll talk to you tomorrow.